What's up, pals? Thanks for tuning in. This is episode 89 of Super Nerd Pals. I'm one of your hosts, Stan Gadurski. I'm Andy Carasquillo. And I'm Chris Sampson. What's up, guys? Uh, how's it going? What's up, fellas? Pokemon! Pokemon's what's up! That came out. That's a thing. Black Friday is also a thing. It's been Ooh. torturous. It's looming over you like a, In cl- the retail like a life. cloud. Like a Zamasu-shaped murder cloud. Hanging over your head. Stan, wrong podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's, that'll be... That's that it's the actual Black Friday episode. Well, figure that out on Black Friday. Dun-dun-dun! So, episode 89s are... It's actually a crossover Dragon Chat episode. So no. Surprise! No, that's fine. Uh, it's our pre-Thanksgiving episode, so we're going to cut it a little bit short because we got to go eat some food. Oh, yeah. Um, next week's episode is also going to be a little bit short because we'll be too full to do a full episode. Uh, we'll, so we'll, that- we'll have the itis, we'll have food comas, we'll, we'll be half alive, but still play Pokemon. And he will need all the Senzu beans to recover from his Black Friday just, weekend. Just give me them all. So we're going to have a couple of short episodes the next two weeks for you, but then we'll go back to normal for the rest of the year and for year three. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. But, uh, Chris, you got some news? Yeah, I got some news. So, hashtag fuck Konami, hashtag praise Kojima. <laughs> Hideo Kojima will be honored at this year's Game Awards in December. At the ceremony, he's being awarded the Industry Icon Award. So it's a very big deal. He's being celebrated, he's being honored, and he should, because Konami screwed him over. So, yeah, fuck you, Konami. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we all agree here. Kojima deserves this, and this is oh, a huge totally middle finger it. to Konami. Oh, he totally deserves it. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't let him go on the show Yeah, they wouldn't year. let him accept so his is, award last year. This is a good... Uh, payback for that and to, to honor somebody one of my favorite game developers of my top series of all time Metal Gear Solid 5 also some other stuff but I haven't been able to play any of that stuff Sony should buy Police Knots and Snatcher and bring them over to PS4 do that buy it from Konami they ain't doing shit with it unless they're gonna turn it to Pachinko Konami <laughs> Konami doesn't do shit with anything they should create the ultimate Kojima collection oh that would be amazing yeah, but that would that would not have like every, it would it would be like uh, the Kojima Gems collection, like they did with Sega, where they put like all the the weird ass Sonic games on one disc, and it was like Sonic R and Sonic the Fighters, like games that like, you can't find normally, and they put it they put it on that GameCube disc or whatever. They should do that. Kojima Gems, some Police Knots, some Snatcher, some Boktai, Sons in Your Hands. <laughs> But yeah, so Kojima, congratulations, you're awesome. This is a total stretch, but how awesome would it be if Kojima would come out and as a thank you for his fans, for the industry, thanking him, he releases like a secret surprise trailer for Death Stranding. When is, wait, when is, when is the awards? Thursday, December 1st. Okay, so you know that December, uh, let's see, third and fourth, right after that is... PSX and Death Stranding is going to be a Sony exclusive. Right after that, come out with your your trophy and then give us a little, little present. That's, or even that's better, it's just like Norman Reedus covered in like oil and cables, and he's holding a baby, and he gives the baby to Kojima. The the baby <laughs> is the trophy. I hope Death Stranding has a collector's edition that has an oily Norman Reedus statue. 
I oh, that'd be so good. In a heartbeat. I would approve, and it would stand tall next to my Goku <laughs> Super Saiyan statue. It would be Norma, Norma Reedus in Goku's ripped clothes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you should do. You should start kit bashing your statues together. So, like, Norman Reedus and just Goku as one. And then and then somehow you should 3D scan the, the statue and port him to DB Fusions in Xenoverse 2. And he'd be the most <laughs> OP character ever. What would his name be? Re- uh... Uh, Sun Reedus? Sun Go- Gorm- Gorman Cetus. C- <laughs> there you go. Or uh, Regina. Or uh, no, Regina. No, I don't know. All right, moving on. <laughs> Next piece <laughs> of news. <laughs> moving on. It's not the news that we don't include Overwatch Watch 2016. I think it was last Tuesday. The latest patch went live for consoles and PC for Overwatch. So that means I haven't got a chance to play us. Oh. Man, it's so good. Do you know why it's so good? Because Sombra, the new arcade mode, and the new maps are all available. Chris, have you played it? I played the PTR, so I, I got to play Sombra a few rounds. She's so much fun. The arcade mode is really, really cool and robust, and like I said before, it's it gives you streamlined avenue to get more loot boxes. All you have to do mm-hmm. is win uh, like nine matches in total in the week. Um, and you get like additional loot boxes, and this refreshes every single week. Uh, my favorite arcade mode is the the five on five uh, mystery battle. So you, basically, you just you just get random characters. The three on three is very fun too. Gives you a whole different perspective. You got you get one life, so like once you die, you have to wait till the everyone else dies, and then just like real life, kind of yeah. My favorite modes are, is the mystery mode and the three by three on three. Uh, the one v one mode's pretty intense because you have it's best of nine rounds could be like really short or really long and um, it's it's like the craziest and rawest demonstration of your skills possible and uh, I I got totally trounced in one v one so but, that's fine but you got your free loot box for playing it I got my free loot box so it's all I good. did not yet <laughs> I didn't, you didn't play get one v one. Well, I didn't play 1v1. Oh, okay. Uh, I completed my week last week, that, but yeah, that was pretty much it. It's all good. Some loot boxes are better than none, and I, I'm not complaining. Although I still have horrible luck. Also, what they added in with that uh, update was um, only two players can play as the same character. And I thought this was two players. I thought this was two players on each team. No, it's two players in total. So you can only have. So wait, what if the other team has two divas and you can't play diva? Nope, cannot play diva. Oh fuck! Yeah, not sure if that can happen, but uh. Well, thank God, like nobody has only one main, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. That way, you can't randomly have like a team of just Reinhardt's, like or Torbjorns running up your ass. Unless you play arcade mode, then I guess whoever the fuck you want go hog wild. Wait, did so did our did arcade mode? Bring back Junkenstein? No. Oh. How about Lucio Ball? No. No. Go fuck that game. <laughs> what were you saying, Chris? <laughs> oh no no. Um, I was I was gonna say that um, on the. F- <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Stare like the passion, the passion you had. That was great. I love it. Anyway, so also launched on the 15th, the Overwatch Heroes of the Storm event launched. 
So you play with a friend, you don't have to win, all you have to do is play with a friend, play 15 matches for one month, or within one month, you get a free Oni Genji skin. And Heroes of Storm is free to download, and if you have consoles, um, they did address it in a series of tweets, you can link your battle net to your console, so you can still have Oni Genji uh, on your console version. So it's pretty awesome. Last thing for Overwatch, the Overwatch prequel graphic novel got cancelled. Yeah, so the reason was they wanted to take a different direction with the story. Like, the prequel comic was supposed to be highlighting the backstory of the Omnic Wars that, le that led up to the rise of the Overwatch tournament. They wanted to go with a different direction, and it's a really shame because it sounded really cool. It's like a 100-page hardcover edition. It was supposed to be released sometime like, I think, April 2017. Yes, yeah, so it was called Overwatch First Strike. And right now, there's no official news on whatever new form that graphic novel is going to take or when it's, it's going to be released. But if you still want to read Overwatch comics, Blizzard has already released nine issues, which are free to read at the game's website. See, that's that's what I don't that's what I don't get is that why don't they just release that as a graphic novel? Because cause Valve did the same thing with all their like tie-in comics for like Left 4 Dead and uh, Portal and Team Fortress. And you could buy that in like a big solid like graphic novel collection. Why don't they do the same thing for Overwatch? I I I was reading some of the the prequel comics on the website and I and I kept saying to myself like I I don't mind reading comics digitally, but I would much prefer a print version of this. Nothing. Blizzard, do it. Blizzard, Blizzard just is canceling this edition. So maybe the the new edition will include the digital comics that are already on the website, but mm. just don't know yet. So this is like the actual, like the first actual bad news we've had on Overwatch Watch 2016. So. Dang. Uh, Golden streak lost. Blizzard, you're doing so well. How could you? I mean, at least all the good outweighs. The negative. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also had some slightly bad news in Persona 5 world. Persona 5, the original release date, it was supposed to be Valentine's Day 2017. Make new plans, guys, because Persona 5 has been moved to April 4th, 2017 for PS4 and PS3. The reason why... I really pre appreciate how open Atlas is about it because they said localization is taking a lot longer than we expected, so we need more time to make the game perfect, which I totally understand. Did get some good stuff out of it, so there's going to be dual audio, so you're going to get both the English and the Japanese versions. And also, as a Mio Copa, I think it was the 16th, for 24 hours on the PSN, they released a special edition Persona 5. PS4 theme of Ryuji Sakamoto, which is one of the characters from P5. Um, so it's the 20th as of this recording, so I believe it's already uh, off the network. So so if you're quick enough and you got the theme, congrats. If not, well, um, there's still some there's still some other goodies that you can get with the limited edition. If you're pure of that, they're they're adding they're adding additional content to that. Also, during PSX, Atlas will be there, and they're going to be releasing a playable demo of P5, and they also get some ex exclusive swag, like a collector's card. A bit of a mixed bag for P5, but the big news is you have to wait until April. I'm actually fine with that. 
<clears throat> if you, I'm just going to read you a couple of titles that's coming out in January. Uh, Dragon Quest Eight for the 3DS. Gravity Rush 2 for the PS4. Yakuza 0 for the PS4. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 PS4. Resident Evil 7 PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 is coming out in March. And maybe Mass Effect Andromeda at the end of March. So... And Horizon Zero Dawn on February Horizon well. Zero Dawn. Also, not on my list, but yes, of course, that game too. It's not like we're going to be hurting out for games. It's it's no longer a case where it's like you get only the games at the holiday season and then you're shit out of luck. Because games now release all year all year long, right? So I'm fine. I, I, was, I have my pre-order... Um, in for the collector's edition, definitely getting that collector's edition. They they release what it looks like. Um, it's got a nice steel bookcase. It's got a nice hardcover art book. School bag, Morgana plush, soundtrack. We out. Some extra content now. Yeah, so I'm okay with it. I'm not gonna use a dual audio because I I think the the English subs, I mean English dub is like pretty great. I really like the one on um Persona Four and Three for that matter. So. I, you know, whatever. Take your time. You know, it's fine. It's fine with me. Did you order the limited edition? They've updated that too. So the soundtrack CD now features just uh, features Justine and Caroline, the twin wardens of the Velvet Room. You also get an updated art book steel book. So congrats, Dan. You leveled up. Wait. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm fine with it. Totally fine. Yep. It's great. And if, like, okay, so I remember my point that I said earlier. Um, it's not like the game doesn't exist and it, and hasn't already gone gold in Japan. It's not like a Mighty Number no. Nine situation where we're like, when the fuck is this game going to come out? Or even Final Fantasy Fifteen situation where it's like, when the fuck is that going to come out? Or even Kingdom Hearts Three, when the fuck is that going to come out? The game is out in Japan. They're just polishing up the last bit of like English dialogue that they got to put in there. So it's not like, oh, when are they going to do another delay? No, it's it's coming in April. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's fine. Don't worry about it. And let's be honest. We're all going to be busy playing, like uh, uh, even uh, even aside from Stan's list of games, we're still going to be playing Pokemon DB Fusions in the universe. Wait until April. And anyway. Overwatch. So <laughs> and Overwatch. I mean, who knows? I mean, we we might get like new champions, like two more, or more levels, or more maps. You know, gosh, that is yeah. that is. I I know it's so it's early, a little bit early for game of the year, but that's that's one of my gripes, but pseudo not gripes. Too many games. Too many games. It's crazy. Too many games, not enough time. They should. You know how I've been saying this whole time that, that they need like a spy analog for Overwatch. Yeah. I got your perfect spy analog, Kojima. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's it for news, right? We're done. That's it for news. We're done. We're do- so we can get we can get to the big Kahuna. Literally, <laughs> Pokemon Sun and Moon is out. We got it. You got both. You got both versions, right? I got both. Chris, you got both versions. I got both versions. I got both. I only got Moon. I only got Moon. All right, so let's go. Go a little story time. So Thursday was the most craziest fucking day of my life. Mm-hmm. So Thursday, my job did an event for the music. Uh, for the band Dance DNCE. That's Joe Jonas's new bro- uh, group. Oh, I heard all, all the kids been talking. I don't know. Cake by the Ocean. Yeah. What? That was like their hit single. Cake, Cake by, by the, the ocean. ocean? Yeah. It's a really are good they, song. It's my guilty pleasure. It's a pretty good song. They're eating cake on the beach? No. Wouldn't sand get well, on the Well, I cake? guess it would. 
It's, it's kind of like a double entendre. Yeah. All, all you need, like one strong breeze, and there's all that like sand in the in the cape. Like. Anyway, so I had that event all day on Thursday, and then I finally got home, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to Nintendo for the midnight." So I waited on that goddamn line. You got it at Nintendo, uh, Nintendo New York. Well, see, I w- I already bought my copy on Amazon, right. and it had already shipped. So my friend wanted it. So, so I was like, I was like, I'll go pick it up. So for you're you. just doing it for the thrill, of the hunt. And I picked up my girlfriend's copy, and I pretty much did it for all the free swag. Mm, what kind of swag did you get? I got a Poplio pin. Nice. I got a Lunala and Salaglio pin. I got a lanyard. I got uh, the three starters on like popsicle sticks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. And and just to be there in general. Yeah, I can so see. I can see the appeal. Andy, please tell me you have like an ash vest with all the badges and like all your pins. Uh, you got to do I that. I wish. I Why? wish. I was too exhausted to even think about that. All that cake then, on the beach all day. Then, set, uh, Friday comes. I open at work. So I got home from the event at like three in the morning. Had to be at work at nine thirty. Then uh around 11 o'clock, my game came in by UPS, and I had that shit staring at me till I got off at 7.30. But you got some timing with it, I'm assuming. Yes. All right. How, how far are you in there? I just did the first uh, trial. Mm. Chris, how much how much time have you been playing it? Did you, did you get far? So, a little bit of backstory. This week, it was, it was like a work week from hell. We're, we're moving to a new office. So we've been doing a lot of inventory, and plus I'm still trying to adjust to my new commute. My commute can take is, is like usually like an hour and a half. Sometimes it takes two hours. So Jeez. and I, I like yeah like and my body's not is not acclimating well to it. So basically all this week I was like literally burning out, and then I I was hibernating for half the weekend. Like as soon as I got home Friday, I, I slept until like. 9 or 10 the next morning. I did some podcast work and then I slept the rest of the day more or less. So I only picked up my copy of Sun and Moon uh, this morning. I was really struggling because I didn't know what pre-ordered both and I was leaning towards Sun and then I came and I was like, oh, screw it. Uh, but I started playing Sun. It's pretty much 95% the reason is because that JoJo-looking mosquito character is in there, and I need it so badly. <laughs> it's like the Ultra Beast. I'm really... I basically just got my starter, which is Rowlet. I guess I, I just... I love Rowlet, and I love ghost types. Those are my favorite, and the fact that the final evolved form is Grass and Ghost is, like, so cool. Um, I just defeated my quote-unquote rival. I think his name was... Um, oh, God, what's his name? How? That's right, How. Yeah. Uh, so I just defeated him, and I'm showing off my new Pokemon to my mom. And she's like, oh, man, she, it's super cute and cool. Oh, like, no, I forgot yeah. to show my mom. <laughs> no! <how laughs> I gotta, go, I gotta go back home. Have you have you encountered any Team Skull members yet, Stan? No, I'm still real early. Okay. So um, before, you, before you even do your first trial, you encounter Team Skull members. So um, one huge thing I love in this game... Is that you actually have options for dialogue. Yeah. You it's not just yes or no. Yeah. So um, 
And it also changes depending on what you say. So, Team Skull, all the Team Skull members, they rhyme in their sentences. Yeah, and they're always, like, flashing uh, gang signs. It's so funny. Yeah, they're always in constant (laughs) motion. It's fucking great. So, the first two grunts that you encounter, you battle them, like, three times. So, the first time you battle them, the second time you see them, like, stealing from, from a berry ranch, and you stop them. And then the third time is during your trial, your first trial. <laughs> and they ask you, do you remember us? And I'm like, no. <laughs> Just to be an <laughs> asshole. And they were like, oh, uh, it's because we're standing in different positions. And um, <laughs> they kind of, they got butt hurt that you don't remember them. Funny. It's That's just really so funny. funny. Wait, are those the same two guys from the, from the beta? Uh, I believe so. Okay. Those guys are hilarious. I think Team Skull is my favorite. So I think they're just so. Oh yeah, Team Skull is great. And, oh, they're so funny. I love them. One of my favorite things from the beginning of the game is the fact that your mom has a pet meowth. And you have like a family pet meowth, and and it's like very. It has like a, a a personality, and I just love that. Like you're like in the background, and then you see um your mom and the professor like cracking up at at this meowth, just just living its life. And I was like, that's that's real real. Like if you ever like seen someone with like a cat at home, they're always like laughing at it or some shit. Pets in general, so it's funny to see something like that. It's just like them cracking up at this meowth. And the meowth is really cute, and I like the fact that we have like a a, a pet meowth at home. I also like that your trainer is from Kanto. Yeah, it's a good callback. And um I love the way the game starts too with like the the Skype call from the professor. Yeah. And I thought that was really great how they did how they made it work instead of him just saying, "Are you a boy or a girl? What's your name?" You know, it's, it's it works a lot better. Like, "Can you spell your name for me?" And what which picture is most accurate to you or whatever. Um it's also it feels like way more cinematic than any previous Pokemon game. There's like cutscenes and like cool dialogue and like stuff's going on. And I just, I feel like there's a lot more character right now, especially in the beginning. I definitely agree about the cinematic feel. I, I know nothing about the plot, but the beginning is like a chase and like the little girl, what's her, um, uh, Lily? Not Lily. Yeah. Uh, God. What? Yeah, it's a Lily. Yeah, she's, she's running away from this science facility and she has a bag of Pokemon and like these evil looking henchmen scientists are after her and there's a giant bright light and she escapes somehow and it's like, and then it time skips like three weeks later. It's like, holy shit, what just happened? I, I, I'm like, I'm so invested in the story and I'm only like 30 minutes or 40 minutes into the game. And I never thought I'd be invested in a Pokemon story. Like even X and Y was, which is the last Pokemon game that I played, I was kind of invested a little bit, and I thought it was interesting what they were doing, but, like, I never felt, like, into it the way I feel like I'm into it now. And the only time I ever really felt into it in a Pokemon game was Gold and Silver, because I, I remember going to that town that had the um the big tower or whatever that burnt down or something. Uh, and Ma- he, Mahogany Town? Something like that. And you talk to, like, the NPCs, and they're talking about, like, the lore, and I'm like, damn, this is some real good lore, you know. Like, I love, I love a good piece of lore, right? And and the first game had that too, where you're in the mansion reading about like Mew, Mew and shit. Like, I love that kind of stuff. But that's kind of all you get in Pokemon games. But now it's like more robust. There's like, there's front end plot. And there's there might be. I'm guessing there's gonna be the back end plot, like lore stuff also. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm digging it a lot, and I and I feel way more invested. 
I feel like it's an extremely slow start to what I'm used to in a Pokemon game. Oh yeah, for sure. But like, I they I don't think they took into account the fact that people are gonna want to really soft reset the game and try to get like their their shinies and their good natures and shit. Like they're kind of trying to build like this plot around the beginning, and so they they make it more immersive. The kind kind of the way that they would make an Elder Scrolls game immersive at the beginning, kind of instead of you just jumping in to like create a character and like get into the world. It's like you're on a cart. And you're going to get your head chopped off, like in Skyrim. This one's like kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, you're, you, you just moved in. You gotta, you gotta meet the locals. You gotta figure out, cause it's so different from Kanto. You gotta get accustomed to the, to the culture. And, you know, you get your first Pokemon. And that meeting between you and your Pokemon where your Pokemon chooses you. Love that. Love that scene. I, I chose Rowlet also and named him Ollie. <laughs> nice. Nice. That's really cool. Um, I, the part that really, really got me was when you save that mystery Pokemon, and then oh, yeah. the, the the Pokemon Guardian, I think it was like Tapu Koko, like saves you. It was like holy shit! I want, I want that Pokemon. That looks so cool, and and it, and it's like a fire electric, I think. Um, and it looks like a wasp. Oh, so awesome! And again, like I was so, I was so invested. I was so cinematic. I just love the whole scene where you're like shielding that pokemon with your body from the spiros it was like oh, yeah, it reminds me of like ash yeah exactly it, it's such a callback to to the anime i felt and yeah i thought it was a great scene and it, it made me feel like my character was actually a person in the in the game and not just like this blank slate have any of you guys been to the professor's laboratory yet not yet not yet it is the best laboratory i've ever seen really it's not like a regular house it's like on the outside, it looks like a rundown shack on the side of a beach. <laughs> and then when you go inside, it's like all tech and shit. It looks awesome. Nice. Is there any cake on that beach? No. Oh, it, there's, t- there's so much cake. All the cake. Okay. It's like a mystery item. You, you give the cake to your Pokemon, and they they jump like 20 levels. Nice. Yeah, I think Kukui's like... I think he's an awesome professor. I don't know if either of you guys are really that familiar with Persona 3, but he gives me a real Junpei vibe. And it's got to be the hat and a little... That's exactly... Yeah. All right, Chris, it, you got, you got me. Shirt, but he wears, like, a, a lab coat. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah they even, like, reference his lab coat because they, like... When you're outside of his, like, lab shack, you hear, like, noise in the inside. And it's, like, him playing with his, uh, rock ruff. And then, uh, Lily's, like... Oh no, he's gonna ruin his lab coat again. Like, oh, we just washed it. And then she walks in and she's like, we're gonna have to buy you a new one. It's the only lab coat he ever owns. Yeah, it's like he only owns one lab coat until he destroys it. I also, I like, I like a lot of the quality of life things that they, that they've done to improve the game and like, the ones that immediately come to my mind because I'm just starting out is is after you face the Pokemon for the first time, it'll tell you the next time you fight them like what attacks you have are going to be effective or super effective against them. I think that's great for reference, so you're not like always trying to remember which ones because there's like fucking eight thousand Pokemon and eight trillion moves, and so it's like even though it's like grass, usually it's strong against water or whatever the fuck. You know, it's it's good to have that frame of reference, especially when you're encountering new Pokemon. You have no idea, like, what they're doing. Yeah. You know? I like that a lot. Um, I like the fact that you could just press Y and get to your Pokeballs immediately. 
Um, I love when you capture more than six Pokemon and asks you if you want to swap them and send one of your older Pokemon to the box instead. I think it's really useful. Um, and yeah, I heard that there's no more HMs and garbage like that, so that's pretty cool. But I obviously haven't uh, gotten there. Yeah, I haven't gotten to but that. But I heard they took that stuff out too, so you don't have to worry. Also, um, I like that what you guys haven't experienced yet, but once you evolve a Pokemon, if you haven't had that Pokemon before, it will show you as if you caught a new Pokemon, show you the, oh, like, like it enter into the Pokedex nice. and I like, like that a lot. gives the whole rundown. Like it's fucking awesome. Cause usually I like reading the Pokedex entries. So when they evolve, I have to go to my Pokedex, find yeah. it, but this just gives it to me. Yeah, when, I don't know like how much I'm gonna like this like 20 hours into the game, but I really like the Pokemon refresh thing, and I love that after a battle I can hit Y and then like cult, like brush my Rowlet and get a lot of knots out of its <laughs> like feathers or whatever. Actually, um, it comes in pretty handy. I just found out that um, you can cure status effects like that. Yeah, yeah. So like like poison uh, and paralysis, I, th- I believe, right? Yeah, my Poplio was uh, paralyzed, and I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to refresh just to, like, try to get my Pichu to like me so it can evolve. Yeah. And uh, it, it sent me straight to Poplio, and I was able to take out his, para- uh, his paralysis. Yeah, I just, I, just, awesome. I just love sitting down my Rowlet after every battle and just, like, meticulously brushing its feathers. <laughs> just like, gotta get you, you look, looking prim and proper, Rowlet. Prim and proper. Yeah, I was the same way. I was like, you're, you're so cute. And then I tried feeding it beans. I have no idea, or the, the jelly beans. I have no idea how they work. But every single jelly bean I fed to my Rowlet, it gave, it was either scared or sad. It was like, what, what's, what's wrong? Don't you, you love treats? You, I- you keep dropping it, Chris. You have to hold it down. You have to hold down the bean and drag it to its face and like hold it. You can't let go of it. Yeah, you have to like hold it to its mouth until I was, it eats it. I was doing the same thing. And I just okay. kept like, what, you, you don't like the red ones? I'll eat, do you like the green ones? You don't like the green ones? The fuck? And so I finally like, picked one and just like dragged it over his face. And I was like, oh, okay. You got to feed it. Like a hand okay. feed it to him. Uh, I was going to say, like, my Val is like, my God, you're the pickiest eater ever. Just eat the beans. I did the same thing. I was like, oh, God, do I have to correspond to its typing? Like, does it only eat green beans because it's a grass? Like, I don't know. Are the red ones too hot, Rollet? Tell me. <sighs> But that's all I have to say about the opening. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, we're gonna we're gonna keep mentioning it as we play. But that's all I got to say for now. I'm gonna go back and play it later. Same. I have two things. I have two things. Sure. One, I love. I, I I don't know why this enthralls me so much. But I entered one one random house uh, in the town, and there's a Pokeball surfboard on the wall. I need to steal that poke that surfboard and go surfing with like Pikachu or Raichu or someone. That looks. <laughs> I don't know. Is there like a surfing mini game? Because I I need I need to surf with my Pokemon I have on that no Pokeball idea. surfboard because it's so lit. I'll need it. Other than that, to be honest, I I feel I should I should feel horrible, but I don't. You know, it's um what's it called? Schrodenfrad, that German word where you delight in other people's misfortune. Because I have zero sympathy. Uh, who 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 hacked or who um got the the leaked ROM version of Sudden Moon and played online mode and now their accounts are permanently banned? It's like I have no sympathy for you because they started after they got banned. They went on Reddit and 4chan and started complaining like I will never buy anything from Nintendo again because I can't access my eShops. Like, well, you did pirate the game. Serves you right. And yeah, what'd you expect? 
Yeah, I think it was like a day or two days ago, Nintendo confirmed that the beds are permanent. So I was like, holy shit. Yeah, Nintendo's cracking down on that shit, and honestly, I don't blame them. Yeah, I mean, come on. I mean, it's Nintendo's IP, it's their baby, and, you know, I just, just be sensible. I mean, what's what's in it? You you brag, you have bragging rights that you got to play Sun and Moon for like a day or two ahead of time, and it's not worth... I don't think it's all is worth like losing access to all your games or even there's one 4chan redditor saying that he 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 put every single Pokemon he ever caught for like the last ten years on his account and now he can't access anymore. It's like, well, tough luck. I mean, that's what you get. What did you think? Like they weren't gonna crack down on stealing their game? Like you wouldn't download a car. And it's like the the redditors are then blaming Nintendo for it's like it, it's or a beach cake. Yes, <laughs> they're like, well, it's Nintendo's fault that it was leaked. They were begging to be played, so I did it. It's like, no, you, even if it was leaked, just don't, just wait. That's like that's like going into a GameStop and like seeing any item there and being like, well, it's not locked, so it's just begging to be stolen. Right? Yep. Right? I don't know. I, it sucks to be you guys, but you had it coming. I'm sorry. but not sorry. Anyway, Pokemon. Ooh. I'm so excited. So far, so good. So far, so good. Uh, it's really awesome. And last week, I know we were discussing our ideal team at the at the moment. I didn't know, but my ideal team is going to be Tapu Koko, Alolan Marowak, Ash Greninja, Decedrui, Mimikyu, uh, Mimikyu, and Buzzwole. So, that's my team. I'm so excited. It's gonna be awesome. Oh no, I've been, uh, I've been using Alolan, uh, Grimer. And I fucking like that thing. He hits really hard. He's a fucking awesome Pokemon. And he looks, he's all, like, tendy-colored and looking and stuff. Yeah, he's also dark and poison. Which is a fucking oh, awesome really? typing. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Oh shit, I need to find one. But yeah. Andy, any plans are you gonna do like a uh, like a let's play or like? So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna play through this game fully, and on my son version, I'm gonna do a uh, let's play Nuzlocke. Nice. I because I I've been watching Griffin McElroy do a Nuzlocke challenge. Like I really want to try his out. Um. Uh, do you ever figure out how to capture audio on your 3ds? Yes. Nice. Okay. I figured it out. So I'm gonna, I might bug you about that. Yeah, it was just like an update that the application needed. Oh, sweet. Oh, yeah, stay tuned. Because that'll be, that'll be awesome for the channel. Um, anything else about Pokemon? No, that's pretty much it. No? Nope. All right, cool. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. See you later. <laughs> Check us out on, uh, on, tw- on Twitter, um, Facebook. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher Google Play. Google Play. Facebook.com slash group slash... Slash Super Nerd Pals. Oh, I almost got it, Stan. I almost got it. Almost got it. So close. Um, Google us. We'll be there. Uh, I'm Stan Gudersky. You can find me on Twitter at Stan Doom. 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 I'm Andy Carasquillo. You can get me on Twitter at SweetJustice1. One. 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 And I'm Chris Sampson. You can find me on Twitter at Kyo Ninja for Hire. 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 All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends. Peace out. Enjoy turkey or whatever you eat. Maybe you eat duck. You may, you know. Turducken. Enjoy duck for for. No, some some people enjoy duck. <laughs> Wait, you don't like turkey? turkey? No, no. I'm sad now. Whatever you enjoy. Please have.
Please eat responsibly. <laughs> Catch you next week. Peace.